welcome to the Four Narcotics Anonymous podcast. Here we share audio recordings of NA members sharing their experience, strength and hope. If you are a drug addict or think you have a drug problem, you are welcome to attend an NA meeting. Go to www.nahelp.org meetings to find a meeting near you. On this website, you will also find more information about the Narcotics Anonymous program. Thanks for listening to this recording. moment of silence uh, so that uh, you guys can invite your God in so you guys can hear the message and uh, so that I can get out of the way and invite my God in to help so that I know what to share. Um, I'm going to read the uh, um, one of the prayers in the book. Um, here, I'm going to change it just a little bit to fit the situation. So, um, Moment of silence, then I'll read the prayer. God, grant me knowledge that I may speak according to your divine precepts, instill in me a sense of your purpose, make make me a servant of your will, and grant me a bond of selflessness, that this may truly be your work, not mine, in order that no addict anywhere may die from the horrors of addiction. Um, and I'll start with this. Jagad and Balunda Jagheted Ehrlich. It's a privilege to be able to speak, and uh, it's a privilege to be able to uh, um, to be able to do things like this all the way across the world. You know, uh, um, I, I was asked to speak on. Uh, on the traditions, and I thought that that's a great thing to talk about and a great thing to share on because I've I've been sharing on that quite a bit lately. <clears throat> but then I was asked a question that I think was actually an impossible question. If, you know, they, I was asked to stick mainly to one, two, and three. And uh, the reason I say that's impossible is because I believe that all the traditions are intertwined together, especially tradition one. Um, is intertwined with all the others, and uh, so it's kind of when I speak about the unity of narcotics anonymous, we're going to uh, speak about all of those traditions because those are the ties that bind us together, you know. Um, so you know, uh, it's you know, unity for me, I know what, what, what it was like to feel apart from. To feel apart from society, to feel apart from my family, to feel apart from everyone around me. I had absolutely no idea how to fit in with anybody. Um, I, the disease of addiction made me feel isolated and alone all the time. I could be around thousands of people and uh, I could have hundreds of people that cared about me and I still felt alone. Um, the disease of addiction was completely about disunity. 
It did everything it could to separate me from everybody else. You know, um, narcotic phenomena brought me so that I could first I could get w along with a group of people. Um, and eventually it helped me so that I could be a part of society and eventually it helped me that I could reunite from those family ties and uh, um, just feel part of the human race. You know, something that uh, I had always wanted to do and I just could not do it. Um, you know, I just got done reading the first part of uh, um, Tradition One and it talks about the we of the program a lot. It talks about how uh, how we come together, you know, how there are so many things, common themes, but one of the main things that talked about was we, you know, and I, and I think about that and I think about uh, how our um, how our steps were written and uh, how you know the word we was added to the beginning of each of them and uh, you know I, it's one of the reasons i love narcotics anonymous so much i can't do this alone um i can't do this alone i i need other addicts to show me how to live i need other people to let me know that there is a possibility that life will change. You know, if I didn't see other people's lives changing, if I didn't see other people living by example rather than direction, um, I wouldn't be here today. You know, I need the we of the program of Narcotics Anonymous. Um, it is so important. And, you know, as addicts, we know how to separate ourselves very well, <laughs> you know. Um, we do all kinds of things. You know, uh, I look at it and I think of, uh, in order to actually understand unity in narcotics anonymous, we have to, a lot of times, a lot of us have to uh, go and do things against that unity first so that we can learn. And uh, it doesn't have to be that way, um, but it sure seems that way, you know, it even, uh, you know, there were so many things Looking back at my history in narcotics anonymous, I, I did so many things that actually caused harm because I was so self-centered and egotistical and self-obsessed. Um, I wasn't living the steps of my life, you know, and, and that's where, you know, I was so grateful to hear, you know, about having had a spiritual awakening as a result of those steps, you know, and bringing it around to the practicing these principles, you know, because what that what that helped me understand was, you know, why why could I think that I would would understand a lot of this stuff without having lived the steps? How could I have thought that that it's possible to actually understand our traditions without? Um, without going through things and without having some of that pain, you know, um, you know, they talk about in our program, they talk about we need to have the pain of uh, the pain of withdrawal. And, uh, you know, sometimes I think we need the pain of of other things so that we can have a better understanding of things. Um, today, I understand that that's not always necessary. And uh, today I actually have learned to take suggestions and uh, have learned how to avoid um, causing a lot of that pain to myself. 
Um, but it took a lot. It took other people showing me that. It took other people showing me that, you know, they could love me until I could love myself. It took other people being willing to be there for me when I couldn't be there for myself. You know, I wanted to do everything I could to separate. I wanted to isolate. I wanted to be apart from. You know, and, and the people in Narcotics Anonymous brought me together. They brought me to a point where I was willing to be a part of the we. Um, you know, some of the other common themes that we have are, uh, you know, complete abstinence or total abstinence, however you want to say it, you know, and, uh, you know, when, when we're unified on these points and we talk about complete and total abstinence, you know, when we have a firm foundation in our program, then we, it helps us to grow. It helps us to be, to understand that, you know, we as, we as individuals understand the program, but we're not doing our program. We're doing the Narcotics Anonymous program, not our program. It's part of bringing us back to that we once again, you know, um, there are so many times I look at the past and, and I look at how, uh, I tried doing things my way, you know, um, all of those things caused problems. You know, I, I lived off of opinion rather than, than a conscience for years. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that caused a lot of problems in my life. It caused a lot of pain that I didn't have to suffer. Um, and it caused a lot of pain within the Fellowship of Narcotics Anonymous. And I believe that if we as a fellowship come together and we start to actually study our traditions, we start to understand our traditions, we start to understand how we come together, how we are united, how we are bonded together, um, and we get to understand those ties that bind us together, that's what helps us to grow closer, and that's what helps us to unify ourselves. You know, um, every time that uh, that the traditions are talked about, you know, tradition one a lot of times is always the one that everybody's all, they're all happy to share about the we of the program and the, you know, and, and, and I think that it's because every single at the beginning, you know, um, When I first came into the rooms, that was not a reality. Um, but over time, it changed around here. And, and I'm very grateful that that happened because it's helped a lot of addicts to stick around. Um, you know, it, it talks about in that tradition, it talks about how uh, sometimes we've seen members that may not get along uh, joining together to help a newcomer. And that that is I've seen that over and over, you know, there, you know, you stick around the rooms long enough. You might not like everybody in the rooms. You know, I don't care for some of the people in the rooms. Um, but when it comes to our message and helping a newcomer and being there for somebody, I, I will always do that. You know, and I can I'm able to practice that anonymity that that first tradition talks about that that becoming a part of and not separating myself. You know, just being another addict and and just being there for one another, you know, 
Um, you know, so it's uh, it, it it really that unity of Narcotics Anonymous, you know, is seen throughout every single one of our traditions. You know, if we look at it and look at it in a way, if we come together with the with our traditions, all will be well. You know, the, the traditions are there to protect us from ourselves. You know, and, and that's that's a beautiful thing because we 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 sure know how to mess things up. At least I do. Um, I can't speak for anybody else, but I, I know addicts uh, tend to uh, we tend to mess things up. You know, we tend we tend to cause problems rather than uniting us. And uh, it's great that we have a program to bring us together. You know, so with that said, our our unity and you know, I'm gonna go through each of our traditions and kind of. Um, talk a little bit about how the unity goes through each of our traditions, you know. Um, you know, I'm going to move on to tradition two, you know, where I'm going to read it word for word. So, for our group purpose, there's but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. You know, um, Group conscience is so important. Group conscience is one of the ties that bind us together because without group conscience, we don't have anything. We don't we don't have direction. We don't have we don't have you know, it's like we're running running with our heads cut, you know, like chickens with our heads cut off if we don't have group conscience. We're all just giving our own opinions, we're all just just uh doing things our own way you know um and, and that's how i lived my you know in where i'm from um it, it was very sad that i don't believe anybody in this area truly had an understanding of group conscience um i i saw bits and pieces here and there um, but it wasn't until I found other addicts that uh, cared about our traditions and that cared about actually trying to do things to protect ourselves from ourselves. It wasn't until I found those addicts that I under that I got to experience what group conscience truly is. I had over ten years clean at that point, you know. Um, and I. I look at others and I think, man, that's, they get that gift from the very beginning, you know, and because uh, um, when you've experienced group conscience, it is a beautiful thing. It is, it is absolutely beautiful to take the time to care about each other, to listen to each other. You know, even even when we may not agree, even when we may not see eye to eye even when we're frustrated and pissed off at each other and we want to scream and, and do everything we can to separate us because let, let's get honest you know it when our disease gets in the way in several ways and a lot of times 
you know, when other people don't understand or don't understand why something is going on or why we do things certain ways, sometimes we just want to say, what the, what are you thinking? You know, and, and, you know, our disease gets in the way and wants us to not take the time. It wants us to belittle and put other people down to make us feel like we're better than others. Like, like just because we understand something a little bit better than other people that, that that makes us better. It doesn't, you know, um, in group conscience, everybody is valuable. In group conscience, every, the time is taken, you know, to listen to everybody and, and to listen to what everybody has to share and, and actually look at the principles, not just look at what we think or what how we feel, because our thoughts and feelings really don't matter. Our thoughts and feelings are just part of us. They're not the program. You know, um, it's important that we that we take the time to get to get out of ourselves and, and to listen. But when it comes to when it comes to it at the end, you know, are we going to have a conscience or are we going to act out of our opinion? You know, are we going to act based off of what the program actually says or are we going to do what we think is right? You know, um, we know how to mess life up. That's why we need a conscience. That's why we need to surrender, you know. Um, and, and that's something that I forgot to talk about, you know, with, with unity, you know, it, it goes along with that first step so much because we have to surrender. You know, the first step and the first tradition go along together so well because in both of them, we have to surrender ourselves in, in one way. You know, um, in the steps, we have to surrender to the fact that we have the disease of addiction. We have to surrender to the understanding that we need others. In tradition one, we do the same thing. We have to surrender and understand we need each other. We can't do this alone. You know, we surrender once again to the program of Narcotics Anonymous. And in step two, we learn about honest, or we learn about open-mindedness, and uh, um, and that's the same exactly with with our tradition too. You know, both of those principles are are in each of our steps and in each of our tradition. That that open-mindedness of, of you know coming to believe in step two. You know, we have to. That's the same thing that we're doing in tradition too. We're, we're coming to believe in group conscience. We're coming to believe that all will be well based off of our group conscience. You know, it, it's a process. It's not something that happens overnight. It's not something that, uh, um, that just, you know, you snap your fingers and it's done. It's something that we have to take the time and when we do, you know, sure, it gets frustrating, you know, sometimes, sometimes, uh, you know, it takes way longer than we, than we think it should to get some things done. But, you know, I, I love how I heard from, uh, I've heard from another member that, uh, 
you know, if it's a good idea today, it'll be a good idea tomorrow. You know, um, everything that uh, that I did in active addiction, it was all about instant gratification and all about that obsession and compulsion and uh, that impulse, that impulse to make myself feel better. You know, what can I do to help me get through this problem quickly? What can I do to to change this feeling right now? You know, um, group conscience has taught me to take the time to be patient. Group conscience has taught me to slow down, to accept others where they're at. You know, in a in step two, I, I learned how to do that some, and, and I learned how to um, to get through that. In tradition two, I learned how to accept others. You know, I, I learned how to how to meet people where they're at, and how to stick to the principles. You know, um, it helps it helps us to make sure we're focusing on those principles rather than focusing on our on our own selfish desires you know and that's that's coming right off of tradition one where that's what we we're talking about with the we of the program what's good for the group is good for us you know we set aside our differences and we set aside all those things that will tear us apart And our traditions tell us what our what those principles are. Um, you know, and tradition three, you know, um, tradition three, I'll, I'll just read it. Just. The only requirement for membership is the desire to stop using. You know, in step three, we learn about willingness. And in tradition three, we learn that we have to have willingness. That desire to stop using is willingness. You know, we have to have willingness in order to survive in narcotics anonymous. We, without willingness, we can't do anything. And you know, that desire in uh, in tradition three is all about that. You know, um, there are lots of people that come around to the rooms of narcotics anonymous in America. A lot of them do not have that desire. And that has caused a lot of problems. You know, um, there are all kinds of theories. There are all kinds of, you know, those are things to talk between your between our groups and to talk about. But when it comes down to it, you know, there is a requirement for membership in Narcotics Anonymous. We have to have that desire to stop using. If we don't have that desire, we can't we can't move forward. You know, just like it, you know, with our steps, if we don't have the desire to do the program narcotics anonymous and practice total abstinence. You can't we can't force an, an idea on a closed mind. 
you know, um, we have to have that desire to stop using if we're going to grow in unity. If we're going to grow in unity, then that desire is a must. You know, um, you know, and it's, uh, I'm very grateful for this program. Um, yesterday, I, uh, I, at, I went against my uh, sponsor suggestions and uh, um, acted on self-will. I thought that I was acting on uh, God's will and uh, I'm still learning to uh, decipher the two. Um, Needless to say, there there were lots of things that that caused a lot of hurt and a lot of pain, and and I saw I saw how this disease affects us. I saw how it affects each and every one of us, and, and I saw the disease for exactly what it is. Um, and it was scary. You know, um, but because of Narcotics Anonymous, I know that I was not alone. You know, even even if my disease told me that, you know, nobody cared because nobody was answering the phone, and I still knew I was not alone. I still knew I had a place to go. I knew that that was just how my disease was acting out, and I knew that I have a home, you know? Um, and that's where all of this unity comes to, it comes to that home, you know? Um, I, uh, you know, how, how are we doing at our home group? Are we building our home group to help that home group grow in unity? Are we taking the time are we focusing on our traditions or are we just focusing on self-will and what we think? You know, um, if we stay focused on the principles, we will survive no matter what. If when we let self-will and ego and pride and self-centeredness get in the way, that that will kill us. And that's that's what the disease wants to do. The disease wants to destroy us. The disease wants to harm us. And uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know how we can get it through to people unless we start to come together, you know, um, and it's really, it truly is based in our traditions. You know, I, I was told to, to speak only on the first three and uh, I don't know how much time I got left or I know there probably isn't a time limit, so I'm not even going to worry about that. It's, 
it's actually freeing to know that. Um, but there are a few things that, uh, um, you know, within our traditions at Unity, of following the principles and, you know, you know, in tradition four, you know, if, if we don't try to dictate and govern to each other and we let each group be autonomous, you know, unless it affects NA as a whole, you know, what, now what does actually affect NA as a whole? You know, that is for us to decide, you know, um, you know, I, I believe that, uh, you know, going away from total abstinence, that affects Narcotics Anonymous as a whole. Um, separating groups and uh, trying and not giving people a place to go and choose uh, which groups to go to, but instead separating us, that that affects Narcotics Anonymous as a whole. Um, you know, letting each group be autonomous and, and maybe understanding that each group has that right and each group has that freedom. You know, um, there there are lots of things that I believe affect narcotics anonymous as a whole. Um, I don't go to those places. You know, because I don't feel that they they help us grow in unity. I don't feel that when we're not focused when we're looking at completely different things other than um than focusing on the solutions you know if we're based off of ego and pride um then why why would i go there doesn't mean that i have a right to go there and tell them you know tell them anything you know they have to figure that out for themselves you know, they have to figure out that autonomy and they, they they have to understand, come to an understanding, they have a responsibility and, and they need to accept that. You know, um, you know, in, in tradition five, it talks about each group having a primary purpose, carry the message to the addict who still suffers. Are we doing that as a group? Are we doing that as a fellowship? Are we carrying the message, you know, um, to the addicts who suffer? How can we how can we do that better? How can we improve upon that? How can we change that so that everybody that that needs to hear this message has an opportunity to, you know, um, uh, you know. We're not to ha endorse, finance, or lend the NA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. Less problems of money, property, or prestige divert us from our primary purpose. You know, addicts, the, those things are all based off of self, money, property, and prestige. You know, how many of us wanted to gain money, property, and prestige out there. We thought that the more money we have, if we could just pay our bills, if we could just get this taken care of, if we could just, you know, all those. Separate us. Are we truly focusing on carrying our message or are we focusing on those things? You know, I've seen groups all over focusing on those things. Focusing on 
you know, looking the best, focusing on being a social club, focus on, focusing on uh, outside relations, you know, instead of focusing on our primary purpose. You know, if we want if we want to get unity in Narcotics Anonymous, we're going to need to let go of that crap. We're going to need to let go of it and, and come to an understanding that those things harm us. You know, those things get in the way of carrying our message. Um, Tradition 7 says every NA group ought to be full and self-supporting, declining outside contributions. When we, when we take any kind of donation from anywhere, you know, I don't care if it's a forced donation, such as buying literature at a marked up price, you know, and getting money from outside enterprises. That is accepting an outside donation. And that does not help us grow in unity. That does not help us to come together and to be fully self-supported. You know, when we accept that we let other people refer people to us, it, it's fine to let other people refer people to us, but that's not, you know, over here we see so many groups that don't do public information because they, you know, they're dependent on all these outside enterprises sending them ads. And because of it, we have a blurred message. Because of it, we don't, we don't have the unity that we could have in most groups. I am so grateful to have a group that we do have that unity. We we make sure that people understand we do have a requirement in Narcotics Anonymous, a desire to stop using. You know, um, Tradition 8 says Narcotics Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. You know, what happens if if we start allowing, you know, people to, to do things, to become professionals, basically, to allow them to do that? You know, that completely destroys our unity. It completely destroys everything we're based off. It completely destroys anonymity. You know, um... You know, it's all of these things unite us. You know, we just have to figure out how. Tradition 9 says, NA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. What do you do if you don't feel those services are directly responsible to you? To the groups. We have to find a different way and, and I'm grateful that that our group have found services that we believe are directly responsible to the groups. And if if those services ever go against where they're directly responsible to the groups, we have no problem finding different services or creating different ones. <laughs> you know, um, I I hope that that never happens. I believe we have the safeguards and the services that uh, that our home group believes in. 
But if it ever does come to that point, if it ever does come to a point where, uh, um, where the self-centeredness and self-opinions and all that get in the way rather than, than following our traditions, we know that it's okay. We'll move on. You know, um, and they have no opinion on outside issues, hence the NNA might never be drawn into public controversy. Opinions, all they do is separate us. That's all they do. Every single opinion, it has absolutely nothing to do with uniting us. You know, and that's why it's so important to focus on the principles. That's why it's so important that we just focus on the principles and let our opinion get out of the way. You know, are we truly separating ourselves from our opinions? You know, um, our public relations policy is based on traction rather than promotion. We need to always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and film. You know, when when we go against this, we we start we're we're causing disunity. We're causing other people to not see Narcotics Anonymous as attractive. We're causing other people to to want to go elsewhere. They don't want to come to Narcotics Anonymous because, you know, it's not attractive. You know, if we're not being based off the principles once again. And, you know, if we do those things, we're causing all that disunity. In Tradition 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Um, anonymity. Is the glue that ties us together and it, it just. If we practice anonymity in, in all of our affairs with our groups and with, if we let other people be who they are, we accept people where they are. We accept people as they are and still love them and care about them. And we don't govern and dictate and don't force and we don't act like we're better than others. You know, we focus on just the principles and not, you know, not trying to force people to. Uh, um, to change, you know, because you know that's that's what happens, you know. When um, I know over and over and over that talked about, I need to change. I need to change. And they talked about how they it it made me feel like they felt like they were better than me. You know, it made me feel like um, it did not make me feel a part of. You know, and I came to Narcotics Anonymous and people in Narcotics Anonymous helped me be a part of. They helped me to feel important. They helped me to feel like I belonged somewhere. You know, are, are we doing that? Are we helping others know that each of us is important, that the group is dependent on each of us? Do we help that each addict understand that we have a responsibility? 
that we are responsible for carrying the message. You know, um, no corporation, no, no special group of addicts, no, we are responsible, each and every one of us. You know, it is up to us to carry that message and, and that anonymity makes all of us equal. You know, um, you know, that anonymity helps us to to understand that we need each other. It helps us to come together. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's something that has touched my heart more than I can ever express in any words. Um, the gratitude that I have for the life I've been given um, is true gratitude. I have true serenity at times, even even when everything is going crazy around me. Even when the disease has every angle it possibly can, when I'm hungry, angry, lonely, tired, and too furious, I know Narcotics Anonymous is there for me. And I know that I have a place to come home. Thank you for keeping the doors open so that we have a place to come. Love you all. That's all I got. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.